ass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves, so they own dirty masters. Black dot found the pot as a youngin' broke it down for his son, and now he's serving to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Excellence, a product of my residence From four score to 44, Obama was the president I told mama I ain't trying to go to church I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt And I've been weeping what he showed I got the product, got the dirt And I can teach you what I know But then you got him put in work You in trouble if you waiting on the government I told my bro I make it out the hood And that's a covenant amazing show right and then usually you know we do the video for you guys the live feed for you guys and then the next day on friday we put out the, the audio on you know itunes and all these things so the people who didn't catch the live stream or who just want to listen on the way to work can listen but yes. you know what this guy did what did i do he didn't even press record Facts and I and I just pressed record. He just pressed record just now. He almost forgot that. Just yeah, yeah. I, I'm losing it, man. I'm losing it. I think it's old age. I'm not gonna lie. You're about to get Alejandro. Facts, like, facts. You're really. You losing guys can it. have a meeting and and get me out of here because this is it's it's getting it's getting bad. Like we were on time again. We were on time. Yeah, yeah. Facts. And then he did something with the computer where it had to update for 20 minutes. And yeah, he waiting yeah. around doing this. Shout out to Roxanne Wilson. Uh, Roseanne or Roxanne? Is it Roxanne? It's Roxanne. See, you need Roxanne glasses Wilson. too. Roxanne Wilson. Appreciate that support. Uh, I'm about to get it together and 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 get live. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. Emb- you're embarrassing us now. Yeah, I'm getting live saying. in a minute. You know, it's, when you take off three months, you know, and then you get back into the show, sometimes you know you you, you got to get your, your 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 rhythm back. That's all it is. That's all it is. No, no, I'm not riding. I'm not That's riding. all it is. I'm not rolling. Rhythm. I'm not rolling. So, uh, how you been? I've been chilling, man. Uh, it's good to see the family in the building Facts. with us. Facts. As always, we appreciate your support. Uh, uh, we won't let you down. Uh, we're here to provide some information, uh, put a smile on your face if we can mm-hmm. for a little bit, make you think about some things, uh, share some things, work on some things. You know the whole nine yards. Uh, we don't. We didn't. We didn't get to discuss in greater detail last week on like not the changes going forward, but like the the direction going forward. Okay, so so hit the people with the direction of this multi million dollar company. Facts. Facts. Called Urban X. Yeah. 
things we do here. So, uh, um, because we're back now, so we want to uh, um, make sure we have three different mediums with within this platform, right? Yes. So we have the blog, that's UrbanX.NYC. We have the podcast, that's just you know audio. And we have the YouTube channel, which we do the podcast and we do uh, extra um, interviews and exposés, if you will, um, and yes. with other people as well. Absolutely. So, um, in the past, if you've uh, the people that have been following us, they can tell when we've had like uh, we've been stronger in each one, but oh, but now the mission is. All three, you know, trains is gonna be in the track. You know All three trains on the track at the same at the time, same time, getting this thing popping. You know what I'm saying? So, um, for the people who like hit us up on social media and stuff like that, you don't really get a response. I hate dealing with social media. I really yeah, but you gotta have really, to change but, but that. I gotta do, but I gotta, I gotta do that. You gotta you know change that. I, I, that's a now a part of what we do. Yeah, because I'm the same way. I yeah, like my I, private I, time. I, I, can I have to get back to people. Yeah, but it's it's built into what we do. Right. Uh, you know, people have questions. Like a brother called. He wanted to know where we get the nice bags from last oh, right, week. Right, 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 right. So we had to get out to him. Right, and, you, right, know, right. you know, we, we got to do these things. Yeah. So um, so you can expect um, more videos on the YouTube channel. Not just the podcast. Not just clips from the podcast. But we're going to be doing our interviews again. I have a few lined up already. Oh, nice, nice. Um, He's going to be doing something. You wanna yeah, I'm going to be this? doing something called uh, Hulk. The Incredible Hulk, okay, which is hip hop urban life coach, because I feel those are the uh, the uh, categories in which I'm strongest in hip hop. Uh, you know, my, my upbringing. I feel I can add something to the culture when people have questions regarding to that urban life, which is the backdrop in which hip hop was created, and life itself, right, which is the Third book that I'm coming. I gave you hip hop decoded. I gave you urban culture decoded, and then I'm giving you my life decoded, which will be the final. But all three of these stories exist simultaneously. So I'll be doing like a life coach thing, but it's hip hop urban life coach. H L H U L C Hulk. All right, and I'm incredible, so we'll call that an incredible <laughs> Hulk. Um, so what I'll do is I'll be taking questions. Yeah. So um, if you want to uh, uh, send a question that that he um, we can answer, you can send them to um, urbanx.nyc at gmail.com. I might change that. Right. Just for just specific, for, yeah. specifically for that. Or you can reach out to us on um, Instagram and Twitter. A lot right. of people do that anyway. Right. I want to be able to answer some of these questions, and no question is off limits. It could be about health, love. Relationship, yeah. finances, hip hop, raising your kids, uh, being on this planet fifty years and experiencing as much as I have, I feel I'm qualified to at minimum give you some advice. What you choose to do with that advice is is on you. Yeah. But I'm moving into the you know the life coach area and try to maximize the potential. So because not only you deserve this. Oh oh oh. Well, you see what I'm saying? Not bad. Other people out there who, who rocks with Dot deserve some of this love and respect. So that's uh, let's clap that. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Now let's clap that. Get it together. Let's get free. Appreciate that support. Peace, peace, peace. peace. So 
Any other announcements um, that need to be made? Any other announcements? Um. Oh, so we're gonna like I said. So, um, with the Hulk thing, the blog because we have literally I've neglected the blog so much, and you've neglected writers who wanted to write for the blog. This is true. This is They've true. They've been hitting you up. This is true. Yo, Malcolm, I want to write for the blog. This Yo, Malcolm, true. I got some insight. Malcolm, I got some skills. This is true. You've been doing bad. You've been doing very bad. Oh, uh, this now now because. Yeah, see how quickly yeah, I, I redirected. That. But it's this. This is true. This is true. Um, we, we we're gonna breathe life back into the blog as well. I think that's important because there there is an intellectual aspect to what we do. Yeah, and those people who like to read. Yeah, and, and I'm not gonna write. I get bored just talking about some of these things. And sometimes I can go a layer deeper when I write. Right, because when you're writing, you're in a whole different zone. Yeah, absolutely. You're painting pictures exactly. with words. So, Absolutely. And then, what, 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 so what's after that? What's after? It's the blog, YouTube channel, podcast. That's Simon Also, um, again, we have merch. We do have merch. We do have merch. So, okay, we uh, do have merch. You can visit shopurbanx.com. Absolutely, shopurbanx.com. Uh, pick up the latest uh, in what it is that we have to offer. I'm woke, but we, I take naps. We we appreciate the support at all times. And we still will be wearing other people's merch. I'm against this, but... I'm not against it. I'm against it. Send in your merch if you are, because it's important as a part of the urban excellence thing that we do. If you are a designer, I will still wear your stuff. I'm not going to monopolize and make it all about me and us. That's not right, Malcolm. That's not how we get down. We spread the love. So if you do have your, your, your hats... And your T-shirts, and it's dope, and we like it. Yeah, yeah. we will wear it. Absolutely. Oh, it was something else. It was something else. Oh, the book club. Oh man, book club. You've been, you been shamming on that. Yeah, too. yeah. I think Malcolm is going through something. I don't know. <laughs> he might be depressed or something because he ain't been doing jack shit. Book club been failing. Blog has been failing. Listen, listen. Listen, it's, it's, this is a lot. It's a three-man team, and it's a it lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 we overextend ourselves. When you spread yourself thin, when you spread yourself thin, it, it, other stuff starts to suffer, you know what I'm saying? So, but side note, the 90 days off was refreshing. Refreshing. You needed it. But it also put things in perspective as a three-man team that we have to bring it back in yeah. and work from a small area as opposed to like you said spreading ourselves yeah. thin thinking we can do more than we really can also um this is <clears throat> I, I guess this is the end of the church announcements for the <laughs> yeah end of the church uh, end of the church announcements because it's um, always a, a service we, we gotta build the church back up also so um so, so we uh decided as a as a company that uh if people want to advertise with us but after you know, uh, we do a nice vetting of the actual product and yes, to use the product, and you know, what I'm saying then we'll, we'll be open to letting you guys advertise with us, yes, yes. But we have to, we have to trust your product, we we're have not to just, I have to go through your product, yeah. We're not just, you know, sending me some up. cookies with weed, they gotta be strong. I gotta yeah. be like, yo, I couldn't drive because it's was strong. If you're sending me something else, you know, health yeah. or. Whatever. So, yeah, yeah. With that being said, uh, let's get to it. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, this happened uh, last, 
Last week, week and a half ago. Yeah, last week, about so a week and a half. Laval, so it was announced that Lavar Ball was going to be banned from all ESPN platforms. Yes, for yes. Uh, the comments he made to Molly, what's her last name? Molly, whoever from Come ESPN, from, from uh, First Take, because uh, I guess they were, uh, he he was on the show with Stephen A. and Max Kellerman, and they were talking about whatever they were talking about, and then uh, Molly said, you know, uh, Lavar, let's switch gears for a second, and he said, Molly, you can switch gears with me anytime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they took that as you know uh, a sexual innuendo. Yeah, and first of all, how do they ban him from a fucking show he don't belong on? Meaning he's not a part of the show. How do you ban him? Well, you but what you mean as a guest? As a guest, yeah. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So, be honest with you, when I first heard it, because I saw the clip on Twitter, I was like, ah, he's kind of wilding, because it did sound like that, but. Um, there were clips that resurfacing from like 2017 where Stephen A saying, all right, let's switch gears. And he goes, you can switch gears with me anytime, Stephen A. So that just confirms. It confirms that he's just talking. That that's a statement. That's just him. A general statement yes. that he made. Yes. Okay. All right. Let me know when it's my turn to go in on this a little oh, bit. Oh, go ahead. Um, no. Uh, so again, when they banned him. I thought it was just in time because uh, Lonzo got traded absolutely to New Orleans, and I was like, okay, they don't really need him anymore. There and you go. Once they once they um, banned him, it was just like a more of a confirmation. Like we literally got you for clicks. We got you to say, come up here to say something stupid, and now that your purpose is done, now we can wipe you our no hands. You no longer need it. Yeah. Once Lonzo got traded to the Pelicans, yeah, his pass. And Car Blanche to come up to ESPN because it was mainly in, in, in LA sometime yeah. when he was in New York was gone mm-hmm. because you're no longer needed. We thought your son was going to be the next Magic Johnson. So, in thinking that he was going to be the next Magic Johnson, dad was granted, you know, an opportunity to come in and, and sometimes say some bizarre things. When he was on FS1, yeah. And he told the white co-host of Kyle... Kyle before, before Joy Taylor got there. Before Joy Taylor got there, uh, Colin Hurd show, he told her to stay in her place. Now, I thought that that was out of place for him to say that. Had a white man told a black uh, female co-host mm-hmm. to stay in her place, we would have been up in arms about That's that. That's a fact. We'd right. have been like, who the fuck he think he is? <laughs> I mean, excuse my French, who do you think he yeah. is? This and that. But because it was a black man sent yeah. to a, a white woman, we raved about it. That's right. She a cave woman and this and that. And he should have said that to her. And we can't have it both ways. A statement of that nature, either it's a bad statement or it's not. So based on his statement there, I think when he uh, made this additional statement, it sort of like was fueled to the fire. Like he has some issues with women. He's married to a white woman. White woman, yes. White. Yes. From down in the gut. Yes. White, right? So we see that his children appear to be afraid of him. You know what I mean? Or they let their dad go a little bit further than dad should. Now, I want to flash back to one of the very first uh, pieces we did. One of the very first videos we did. Oh, with LeVar Ball. With we, LeVar Ball. We said Le, we said LeVar Ball had everybody in a sunken place because remember when he when, when Lonzo was just coming out and then he started the big baller brand and you know, uh we not signing with Nike, we, we wearing our own sneakers, sneakers cost five hundred dollars and people were hype, like this is This is it. This is it. And and on the surface, 
I got it. Yes, yes. Surface, so did I. I got it. You know, on the surface, I agree. Like, so yes. did I. But then thinking about it, like really just logistically, which I guess a lot of people don't do it these days. They no, just no, no. See it, like the first, everything is surface thinking yes, now. Yes. No one is going down a couple of layers. Yes. yes. To just spend some time to really think this through. Yeah. I think things through. And I said, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I said, that's not going to work. And people got at me. I was being a hater. Here's a black man going against the system. Yo, if you, if you um go back to that video and read some of the comments, yes. it was like they were worshiping LeVar Ball as the savior of the black community. Absolutely. Like, but remember, Hopamine true, true. Is, is real. I like how we bring stuff back. back you know what I'm saying? Bring it back around. Hopamine yeah. is real. Yeah. So our people wanted to feel that this single man could single-handedly beat the system. And what I suggested was, brothers and sisters, all I said was, sometimes you have to integrate into the system. LeBron, LeBron didn't come in with his own agent. He had an agent mm -hmm. for the first contract, put his boys in position, learn the system, and then when he was in a position of power, he said, no, I'm good. Jay-Z did the same thing. Jay-Z didn't come in uh, owning yeah. anything yeah. Learn the system, learn how this works, put yourself in position of power. I suggested Lonzo Ball sign with Nike, take that $60 million that they were offering. It's capital. That's capital. Yeah. Spend the first three years, but now he got a ball out. Yeah. And bring his name to a certain level so that when his Nike contract was over, yeah. the three to four years, his people could have been spending time learning how to manufacture, distribute, the whole process of making sneakers because it is a process. You need some foreign people to work 24 hours a day, <laughs> 30 days a week, who can't even kill themselves because you put the nets outside so that when they jump, they just hit the net, come back upstairs. And continue working. Mingly, bring your ass back upstairs and continue working. This is how sneakers are made. They cost $2 to manufacture. You sell them for 400 you make a killing. No, they wanted to come out the gate with the big ball of brand, not understanding. And in hindsight, they got robbed. And not even in... So he, he just played his hand way too early. Right. He played his hand way too early. And then his plan wasn't even fully in fruition yet. First of all, his Lon son. Lon first, no, but Lonzo was like the first part. Of, it was supposed to be the first part of the plan. Right. And then his other son. his other son. Who went to jail for stealing in China. Yeah. The second son who was supposed to reinforce yeah. the first son's work. It's right? Three, three Bs. It's three Bs. The big baller plan is all of them. Yeah. He, now, he was stealing and he didn't have to steal. He's out in China, and the other guys are stealing. Maybe they, because you can bring brothers out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of these brothers, right? Mm -hmm. So they get to a foreign land, and because of privilege, he wanted to feel down. He wanted to feel like he was a part of the hood, knowing that he drives Lamborghinis. Yeah. He has a white mother. He's from Beverly Hills. He gets caught stealing to where the president has to get involved, Trump, and them to get these boys home. In doing so, he blew a contract with UCLA. His scholarship, yes. His scholarship, because he was supposed to follow in the footsteps of Lonzo, and 
the right there, the big baller brand took a major hit. Not even then. Remember, I think because I think he was suspended for the year, and I think um, instead of waiting out the year, he decided he decided to pull him out and and send him to Lithuania. Lithuania. Yeah. How do you send your son to Lithuania? Yeah, both of them. Both of them. The youngest one, he took him out of school as well. You see what I'm saying? So. The big baller brand was a big failure. Yeah. Uh, and I hated to say it because I was rooting for them, but I just was doing more than surface. Yeah. Hopamine, uh, you know, situation. Looking at it saying he's got to do a little bit more work than that. So brothers and sisters, the point made here is before we bring this back full circle, the system is huge, right? The system that you're trying to beat. One man cannot beat the system. You have to integrate and you have to do your part when you inside so that maybe you can own a piece of yeah. the very system you're trying to defeat. It's, it's, a, it's an intricate story. You want uh, I think that's a great segue to Tyler Perry. First oh, okay. Did you watch Did you watch the uh, BET Awards? No, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't watch the BET Awards. It's too fluffy now, too you know, generic, too... You know what's uh, crazy? I, like um, when I was younger, we used to watch it as like a family. Like that we was used like to a sit thing. down yeah. as a family. That was like a thing. You didn't miss the BET Awards. It was our show uh, of representation of our culture, the best that we had at the time. You know? Yeah, and I think people took it more seriously. Oh, we took it more seriously. Like yeah, now it's I, I don't know what it is, and if this is the representation that of the culture that we are, then we have a lot of work to do. And I feel like now, this is what all award shows too, I feel like now people are more privy to like the politics that goes into The politics involved, who's headlining the show, what they had to do to get these people to headline the show. To even come, like I'm not coming if I don't win. That's my point. I'm not showing up if I don't win. The narratives being pushed, you know, agendas being pushed, all of that takes place at award shows now and keep your eyes open because it, it, it's it's deep on how that that you know plays out. Yes, um, th- this year was the lowest uh, rated BT War show ever. I'm not surprised. It's like two million viewers. I'm not surprised and because people are tired of the same old artists that you don't understand. You don't know who these artists are beyond the maybe the icon award or the okay. lifetime achievement. I think Mary J. Blige received the lifetime achievement award this year. Well deserved. You know Stevie Wonder never got awarded that yet? From BET? Nah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but he does everybody's like tribute. Like Wow, that's deep. That's kinda wild. That's kinda wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh where's the Tyler Perry? Oh yeah, yes, yeah, that's Tyler Perry. Okay, okay, so let's let's talk about my man Tyler Perry. what happened with him on the show? I heard a clip. I saw a clip. Let me see if I can pull it up. Yeah, he said something real deep. Let me see if I can pull it up. Pull that up. Because I think this, this um, it, it starts like a really deep debate. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Let me see if I can pull it up. Yeah, pull that up. Let me show you. Let me show you. Let me hit y'all with this while that's happening. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Let me see. Let me see. No, no. Okay. Graveyard, get to this intersection, six-lane intersection. And there was a man standing there saying, will someone help me cross? Will someone help me cross? And there were all of these people that kept passing by him and passing by him. I said, I'll help you cross. This is one part so of it. So he told me he was going to my school and he was going to sell candy there. That's how he made his living. So I helped him cross the street to get there. We became good friends. His name was Mr. Butler. That moment reminded me of my mother bringing her out of laughter. 
out of pain into laughter to help her cross. My first 10 movies were all about her subconsciously, wanting her to know that she was worthy, wanting black women to know you're worthy, you're special, you're powerful, you're amazing. All of that was about helping across. When I started hiring people like Taraji and Viola Davis and Idris Elba, they couldn't get jobs in this town, but God blessed me to be in a position to be able to hire them. I was trying to help somebody cross. When I built my studio, I built it in a neighborhood that is one of the poorest black neighborhoods in Atlanta so that young black kids can see that a black man did that and they can do it too. I was trying to help somebody cross. The studio was once a Confederate army base, and I want you to hear this, which meant that there was Confederate soldiers on that base plotting and planning on how to keep 3.9 million Negroes enslaved. Now that land is owned by one Negro. That was a bar. Hmm? Oh, yeah. That was a bar. It's all about trying to help somebody cross. While everybody was fighting for a seat at the table, talking about Oscar so white, Oscar so white, I said, y'all go ahead and do that. But while you fighting for a seat at the table, I'll be down in Atlanta building my own. Because, because what I know for sure is that if I could just build this table, God would prepare it for me in the presence of my enemies. Rather than being an icon, I want to be an inspiration. So thank you, BET, my new family. Thank you, everybody. I want you to hear this. Every dreamer in this room, there are people whose lives are tied. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's, let's clap that up. That's, yeah. He, 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 he body that. Almost like my left eye almost <laughs> like got watery with his, uh, his speech about crossing over and helping people but i posed the question to you yeah after hearing his statement and my question to you was did he set us back by his behavior to move a few people forward his behavior of dressing as a woman effeminizing the most powerful image of a black man in this country is it justified because now he's putting a few people to work. And it became a question for brothers and sisters in the chat. It's not no real easy answer to this. So we're posing it to you as well, because I need to know, are the, do the ends justify the means? Are his personal sacrifices of himself buffooning under the guise of paying homage to black women, he does have his own studio. Mm -hmm. He does put black people to work yep. in Hollywood. He didn't sit around waiting mm -hmm. for Oscar. So all of these things lead to a great conversation that we need to have. Or is was he morally incorrect to do so? And he has actually set us back. 200 years that's the question and i'm asking you brothers and sisters i'm asking you first okay and then you know we'll, we'll move the conversation to our chat to find out because um i, I struggle i'm not gonna lie yeah, i struggle so, so here's the thing here's the thing first you would have to uh you would have to ask yourself 
if this one man dressing like that has set all black men back, all black people back. Okay. Okay. Right? So then you would have to ask yourself, because there's people out there that say the image of the black man is this hyper-violent, hyper-sexualized person. But then if you say that we all looked at as feminine because of Tyler Perry, I don't... That's a, that's a well, weird that's Let a me weird stop argument. there. It's because, because of his platform of being able to convey a message... That goes worldwide. I understand. I understand. That message now when people in foreign countries and other places who've never interacted with actual black people see these images, they begin to think that we're funny and we're all a joke. And it's not just him. It's true. It started with Flip Wilson uh, doing Geraldine, which is uh, a a lot of y'all too young to remember. Eddie's did it. Martin has done it. They've all done it except mm-hmm. Chappelle. Uh, and he explained why he didn't do it. So it becomes a Hollywood ritual that we understand and we know about. But he has the one, he's the one who I think reaped the greatest benefits. Right. Uh, you know, owning his own studio. Or maybe he didn't reap the, uh, the greatest benefits. He chose to flip his money mm. and build his own studio. Because I'm not sure he made more money than Eddie Murphy. In Eddie Murphy's days, uh, I think he did. He may have. He may have. Every movie is Tyler Perry's this, Tyler Perry's that. Like I, I think he did. Okay, so he owns these movies. Yeah. But Eddie Murphy's been around a long time and and broke a lot of box office records. Is what I'm saying. So in any event, Martin is doing. I mean, uh, uh, Kevin Hart is doing well. All right. He, he put on the dress too. He put on the dress. They all put yeah. the dress on. So I'm saying, do the ends justify the means? Because then the conversation gets real crazy when Jay-Z says, I sold drugs. Right. I had to do that yeah. to put myself in a position to now be a billionaire where I can now help people on a grander scale. Right? See, Jay-Z, you can't help people if you ain't got shit. Right. Right? But now Jay-Z in a position, a billionaire, and if you notice, Jay-Z's been doing a little bit more of the active activist work yeah, yeah. bailing people out uh providing lawyers uh signing uh you know certain companies because he's in a position to do so but what did he have to do to get there is your sacrifice necessary and this is the question brothers and sisters because everybody can begin to qualify their own actions by the results you get people say, well, yeah, well, I did what I had to do to be in a position. Or is it setting us back collectively by this behavior and we're struggling as a people so that a few people, the boule, a few people can make it. But the most of us are held back because we never recover so, from mm, these images. So here's, this is what I would say. Just a question. This is what I would say. Because he is in a position to hire black people to, uh, I guess, become a, a gatekeeper. Say, okay, so put it like this: Say he did all of the Medea, you know, dressing up as a woman, and he did nothing that he's doing now. Then it'll be all for naught, and he's setting black people back. So the fact that he is hiring black people, he is doing all this. You, I don't know. 
know. I'm asking, bro. Yeah, it's weird, B. Listen, this is a tough question yeah. because when we start speaking about sacrifice, um, you know, and, and some of the things that we do, um, you know, it, it, it's not as cut and dry. Now, for those who are on their moral high horse, everything is cut and dry for those people. I would never do that because... And then you begin to say, well, we wouldn't hear about uh, Taji B. Henson and... Taraji. Yeah. Taraji B. Yeah. Henson and all of these people because Hollywood is not giving them any work. Or Hollywood is making them do the Harvey Weinstein so they can get their positions. But, yeah, but you know what's funny about that? Because remember um, those stories that came out about Tyler Perry about what he does to men? Absolutely. He makes like real big guys... Masculine no men, no shirts on. Right, yeah. right. So, if you watch um, that Boondocks episode, is that yeah, something yeah. that he picked up from uh, Hollywood? Nobody talks about that. And and yeah. and because because he can easily mask his love for black women, and it's really hatred for black men. You know, what I, mean, I mean, if you, so if you let's let's pull back some layers. Yeah, if you um, watch a lot of his movies, that, it's usually this is my point. And somebody so, said Mel P. She said uh, some of his movies are good. Stop acting like they all garbage. Uh, some of them are okay. I, cool. I, you know something? I've never enjoyed a Tyler, a few, a Tyler Perry. But they movie. all have like the same, the same narrative. The same, not the same, the same like formula. Right? You know they buffoon, and then he'll drop a message, and then they go to church at the end of the movie. <laughs> then they go to church. Then they go to church and praise God. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. So don't I don't want to you know yeah. uh, 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 interpret that as being a great movie. But the movie is buffoonery for 45, 50 minutes. Then they drop a message. And like Malcolm said, then they go to church. So that's been the formula in all of it. Any movie I see him in, like, because he played a serious role in a movie, and I couldn't take him serious. I forget which one. Y'all know in the chat. He played like a lawyer or something, or, you know, something that was really weird. And um, so, brothers and sisters, I do not have the answer to this specific question, I think it begs for us to examine it. Somebody had a good question. This is uh, G Toast. Can an openly uh, gay black man help out and not hold the community back? And can an openly gay black man help the community out and not hold the community back? What is he trying to help the community with? Strong black malehood? I mean, when you say I'm an openly black gay man, are you trying to help us with cooking classes? I mean, what? I, I'm just asking. <laughs> so, listen, I'm just asking. You're an openly gay black man. What are you here to offer the community? Are you here to help other gay black men feel comfortable about being gay? Sure, if that's what you're... You can't help me be a black man if you don't like who you are. You you understand? And, and, and I say this because we're going to talk about some other things. Yeah. When we begin to speak about the LGBT community and all. Especially this month. Especially this month. Wanting us to appreciate them for who they are. But you didn't appreciate who you were. You know what I'm saying? Or who you were born as. So that's a confusing, conflicting thing to me. You know what I mean? So I'm not sure how a... Now... Can an openly black gay man help us with finances? Anything dealing other than gender, I'm pretty sure they could. And they help you every day. They're just not openly gay. 
Because in my book, Urban Culture Dakota, I speak about we all have gay people we play ball with, you go to church with, uh, you have coffee with, you work with, you live with, you're married to uh, in your family. So let's not act like this is not something that is a, not a part of our everyday life because it is. You know what I mean? So we have to remove the bubble because a lot of people live inside of a bubble. Yeah. And that bubble is, shit ain't, I don't know nobody gay. <laughs> I ain't never even met a gay nigga. <laughs> really? Really? You see what I'm saying? James Baldwin's a gay. And this is my point. Yeah. And his movie, Beale Street, was amazing. Amongst his yeah. books and, uh, come on, man. Uh, 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 listen, should I start naming the people who gay? <laughs> we'll be here all day. Yeah. We'll be here all day, right? So we understand that this is, not the issue that I'm bringing up. I'm talking about the image of the black man. I'm talking about did Tyler Perry screw us over for the sake of moving us forward, if that makes any sense, under the guise of moving us forward. Because for that matter, every rapper who says, I, I, I talked about drugs, I talked about dissing black women, but I gave $100,000 and built a school. You know what I mean? And now little kids can go to school. It, it becomes a a give and take, and and, well, and, and, I, I, and they're able to cover and mask their well, bad behavior with good deeds. Well, I, I pose this question: Do you think it's different because um, black people we we've thrived in the entertainment sector? So because most of our stuff is in the entertainment sector, we're either rapping about something wild or like in movies doing something wild. Yes. But if they, you know, use that fortune they amass to do something positive. Like for instance, the guy who who who, who took care of all the debt for all of the college kids. Yes. What was that? Howard University? Uh that was that was Morehouse. Morehouse. Right? He was an Not investor. Sure. I had never heard of him before. But you never know. He probably did some dirt. Okay. Not, not, no, no. not. I'm he, talking about like on a business. He probably did some invest, investment dirt. Yes. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Like we some spoke, real, like just cutthroat. You don't got, know what anybody did. I just got finished doing a piece on Jay-Z right. about do you really want to become a billionaire and kind of chronicled in business there are moves that have to be made right. along the way that are unethical. Selling sneakers is unethical because and if your sneakers is coming from them third world countries because you, you know what's going on over there, right? So in order, but in order to make any profit on the sneakers, you have to be unethical. And I'm only using the sneakers as a... Right, and then what if you're using that money to put... You know what I'm saying? To, absolutely. You know, so so this is, back to the investor. It's a great conversation. Who, because he wasn't buffooning himself yeah. in Hollywood or as a rapper, right. maybe he buffooned himself in investments. We don't know. Right. But investments are a little different because you could be anonymous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And your intelligent and intellectual understanding of how to move in and out right. can amass you a fortune. Right. And then you can come out and flaunt your fortune in a way that helps kids and you sleep well at night. So, because I, I say that because a lot of um, think of like any like really really wealthy family, uh, the the Rockefellers. Oh, they you know got some dirt. They got like real the, the real, Kennedys. You know what but, you no, say? they got blood. Right, right. Like straight blood on the right. Ends. And 
we only know that because like we know that. But if it was like out there, like you know, Kennedy, he was like rapping about killing people. You know what I'm saying? But like, but remember this as well. 10, 20 years from now, when the Tyler Perry Institute for Blind Kids is you know been up and running for right. ten years, will this story even, even matter? matter? Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. Because that's when you're talking historical perspective. So when you see the George Washington monument or the monument for this and that, a lot of times their dirt is buried and they turn these people into heroes. The S. Carter, the Sean Carter Institute for big head niggas, you know, <laughs> will one day emerge and his true story until somebody will dig deep into the historical aspects and be like, wait a minute, you know, you know, as Sean Carter was drug dealer. I did not know that. So will it matter? Yeah. Or will the effects of the sacrifices made matter? Brothers and sisters, get at me in the chat because I'm just asking these questions and, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't have the answers to them. Yeah, this is a, no, it's a, I, think, I think it's a great conversation. I think it's a great conversation because I don't, me personally, um, I think because I don't think I can do some gay stuff so some blind kids can go to school ten years. Yeah, from now. yeah. I don't think I can <laughs> yeah. do it. I mean, uh, if anybody in the chat has read, you know, the spook who sat by the door, the door, I think it's kind of the same concept. Right. Well, the spook who sat by the door, the concept was him learning. Right. Uh, how the system works. So. Tyler Perry is... I'm not defending Tyler Perry. No, I know saying. what you're saying. He, 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 he went to Hollywood, learned some things, came out of Hollywood, creating his own thing exactly. in Atlanta exactly. so that we no longer need... Now, here's the thing. If somebody comes along and adds on to his legacy where we begin to have, instead of the Oscars, the Boscars, and now the Boscars hold just as much weight as the Oscars... You know, recognizing mm. black actors along their craft, which may happen in 10, 15 mm. years. And it all started from Tyler Perry beginning this because there has to be a beginning right? somewhere. And that beginning, because we are not in positions of power, have to cre uh, 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 come with some kind of sacrifice. So in the industry, you know what the sacrifice is. Yeah. Right. Right. In sports, it's a different kind of sacrifice. Most of the time in sports, the sacrifice is your time and your energy working on your craft so that you may reach a certain pinnacle and then you receive your rewards. In hip hop, you, you have to defame the black woman. You got to talk criminal. That, that's almost built into it. Right. You have to wear a dress all depending you know, who you sign with. You have to talk drugs because most of these guys, I saw a very good meme that said these guys who talk about drugs, their kids go to college, but their <laughs> lyrics send your goddamn kids to jail. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you see Jeezy kissing his son. His son is yeah. on his way to college and all of that because of the monetary gains and living in a great neighborhood has afforded him and Snoop's kids and all of this whole kind of stuff. So... We have to look at this in great detail of all of these people who are selling us out to move themselves forward and then covering up their deeds, their bad deeds with good deeds, 
You know what I mean? So that their legacy lives on, right. but they've done a lot of dirt. So I, I, I really don't yeah, know. It's a, it's a really, really interesting conversation. And I'm glad we're having it here. Yeah. This is what Urban X is about. You know what I mean? And brothers and sisters, you know, you know, share share your you know, your insight on that. Yeah, we're gonna be going to the chat later. Yeah, we we'll go to the chat in a bit. See what's cooking see what's cooking. You, know you are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So sticking with the BET Awards. BET, yeah. Uh they did like a, a lot of Nipsey hustle. You know, it was a blue carpet event oh, instead of red carpet, red carpet. Red carpet. Um, he got the art. So they're art. celebrating a crip, a gangbanger, yeah. a drug dealer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. See, this ties back into the story. <laughs> Nipsey Hussle, at the root of who he is. I, listen, I, I know you people out there want to get all in your emotion. He was a gangbanger. He represented the rolling 60s. Yeah. He sold drugs until the day he died. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm telling you. Allegedly. Uh, okay. We'll, allegedly. We'll, we'll say allegedly, right? Um, among other things. Right. And that lifestyle is now pop culture. Right. Not even pop, no, not even pop culture. I'm just talking about like the way uh, BT and everybody else is really just exploiting this man's death. Yeah, yeah. Well, it like was, he got he got um male hip hop artist of the year, and I th- if he was alive, he wouldn't have got it. Right. 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 So again, I, I firmly believe that the narrative uh, changes based on even um John Singleton's family said that Nipsey got a better um, tribute than than he than, did. Than he did absolutely. So they was like, whoa, whoa. So again, you know, capitalizing off of a situation, capitalizing off somebody's death. But look at what we're glorifying now. With that being said, brothers and sisters. I did three pieces on it so you can go check them. And I thought I was fair and balanced and understanding you can come up out of that. Mm-hmm. You can have vision because before there was Malcolm X, there was Malcolm Little. You know what I mean? So understanding we are always in a transformative state. You know what I'm saying? I'm always trying to get better. I always see the brothers out here trying to get better. And a lot of these brothers are, honestly are only selling drugs because They didn't see any other means to make themselves better. He began to transform. So I'm not saying he wasn't in a transformative state to better his life and change his ways. But I'm just simply saying at the root of who he was, we are celebrating that with blue carpet and uh, all of these other aspects of it. And it becomes a tricky story because I don't know, is Jay-Z a hero? Is Snoop a hero? Are these heroes? It depends who you ask. You, I, I'm simply saying they made it. Right. Right. They 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 overcame. They uh, you, you understand? Mm-hmm. So, is that our story? Are we alchemists in the sense that we are always in a transformative state, and you can't judge my story until my complete story? No, so. that, that's how I feel. Right, I feel like everybody's, you know, everybody has an opportunity to change. I just don't like, I just don't like, just the fakeness around everything. No, you no, absolutely, like, a lot of what? caping. Yeah, yeah, a lot of caping. What? And like, I remember when, um, when he initially got killed, and people were like, "Yeah, how can anybody want to kill him?" I was just like, "You, like, if you, like, okay, like, mm. say if you from LA, you're from the opposite gang, I'd want to kill him every day." It's, it's my it's my duty. 
to want to kill him. What the hell y'all niggas talking about? You know what I'm saying? So, I, you know. Yeah. I just think, and then it's this drug dealer's using his face. Yeah, on, on pills. On now. pills. Yeah, yeah. That, now, that, now, that's that's kind of yeah. greasy. But I've seen them do, do Dr. King greasy on a lot of them flyers. <laughs> Dr. King popping bottles. <laughs> Dr. King's birthday. No work on Monday. You know, and I'm like, jeez. Jeez. Yeah. Like, come on. You know, again, you know, black people, man, we get and then, creative. And then me, me, me and you talked about it. Uh, we knew this was something else when they named the street after him. In in a week. In a, the same week. In the same week he died. That was the confirmation I knew that this was a government op. Yeah. Biggie just got a street name. Yeah, see, Wu-Tang too. And Wu-Tang. Look how long they've been around. Yeah. This nigga got a street in a week? And think about all the people who showed up to his funeral, all the people who supported him. If they all would have bought his album when he was alive, he would have been a way bigger artist than he was. Well, and, and, and this is what I'm saying. I know a government, a government op when I see one. I'm saying, I don't, I don't, so, you know, I'm you can just, you take it any way you want to take it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying something ain't right. My grandmother, my great-grandmother, she passed away in 07, and they were supposed to name the street she lived on after her. And they still didn't make that happen. Yeah. <clears throat> and she was worthy of it. Yeah, she got busy. In she got busy. In the neighborhood. You know what I'm in the neighborhood, you know, feeding people yeah. and starting after school programs yeah. and a lot more work than your boy did. You so, know what I'm saying? Over a longer period of time. So. Right? Yeah. And Dr. Ben showed up at her funeral. He was there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he so was there. Yes, yes. He yes. showed up. That's how important yes. she was. Yes, yes, so, so, and she was in the building when Malcolm X got popped. She was. You see what I'm saying? So, no, 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 no. As a matter of fact, you know what? We're going to get her street, man. Nah. <laughs> nah, we, we we getting Tanty Street up. She was. Yeah. Somebody yeah. said Tupac was a hero. Oh, you mi- oh, you should have been here last week. Yeah, Tupac is a hero. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> he should have been here last week. Yeah, he's a hero. Over. That nigga's a sandwich. He sure is. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so did you see um his, his mom speech? No, I didn't see the speech this time. I can, I can only... Th- Stomach about eight seconds, and that's no disrespect. I know there are people saying she's so deep that we don't know what the fuck she's talking about. <laughs> um, and and I understand you know, you come into consciousness, you learn the buzzwords, you, you want to manifest it and speak it, and you want to make it make sense to people, and you're trying to teach consciousness to people who don't care. Well, she, you first, know what I mean? First of all, she looks so like just removed that's when she talks is yes. it's a little creepy yeah it's, it's a little like, creepy a little creepy and I, I'm not again in the vein of urban excellence I don't want to talk about his mom no nah, I'm just I'm, but no, just an observation no I thought it was interesting the conversation it caused online yes so a lot of people were calling her a hotep and as you know as a derogatory yeah and, yeah I understand I'm not gonna take, take it to that extreme yeah. this is somebody's mother I just think there are two narratives. She's so deep, we don't know what she's saying. And then there's, you know, she's crazy. She's off her rocker. And I'm not suggesting that it's either, but I'm just simply saying she seems to be emotionally removed from certain situations. And somebody needs to like to say, Ma, come on, you don't have to, you don't have to do this, mommy. You don't have to do this. Just my humble opinion. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. I, I thought this. I thought this was um, interesting. So uh, they're now the the National Treasury announced that the um, Harriet Tubman 
uh, $20 bill that was announced in 2016 will be, and it was supposed to come out in 2020. That's going to be pushed back to like 2028. How's that even possible? They're, they're under investigation now. Like they're there won't to- even be no paper money in 2028. So the fact that y'all pushing it back to 2028 is a nice way of saying, yo, that's dead. Yo, did you remember the day they announced it? No, I don't remember. Yo, when I say people thought that, again, like, the end of racism. Oh, they said, oh, this is the end of the world. When um, Like, racism is over. They putting Harriet on the 20. Yeah, when um, I think Andrew Jackson's still going to be on the other side. Oh, okay. okay. You, you know what I'm saying? So it was just like, yeah, yeah people yeah. were losing it. Like, oh, man, this is it. Well, and, again, our and, people, hope, I mean, provides small victories for us to think, you know, we're, um, we're progressing yeah, so. in this country. But I'm mad now because you ain't pushing Harriet's stuff back to 2028. 2028 and it's gonna, and we'll gonna be, be dealing with digital yeah. money, yeah. money where I could just think like, yeah, I just pay you and go blink. You paid. So how's yeah. that even? That's gonna be like a collector's item. Yeah, that's a waste of time. I need those twenties on the street right now. <laughs> I need yeah. to be able to go in the strip club right now. Yeah, I just thought that was and throw some Harriets. I thought that was interesting. That would be interesting. Yeah. No, I'm just saying like they they really just duped everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. But it may have been some kind of ritual for them mm. to even announce that. You know what I mean? And, and and put one out there and show it to you. you know, these, these devils got their own agenda going on that has nothing to do with reality that we live in. That stuff never becomes actualized. What was the question? We need to get somebody out of the chat. Oh, boy. Who's that? The freaks. The freaks? We got freaky diggy people in the chat. I guess that one. How do I get them out of the chat? Hold on. Remove. Oh, somebody said Facebook has a cryptocurrency? Yes, Facebook is announcing. Uh, they were supposed to roll it out last week. If, oh. if memory serves me correct, they're coming out with their own cryptocurrency. But you know, Well, first of all, I thought that bubble was going to burst. It actually didn't. Yeah, yeah. And whenever something is introduced into the lexicon of the people, we kind of decide if it is something of relevance or not. And a lot of us didn't understand the concept of creating resources out of nothing. And it stuck around because a lot of our young brothers and sisters did understand it. Kudos to them. And now it's stuck around long enough for Facebook to now uh, actualize their own money. So they will be coming out with uh, cryptocurrency. Uh, yes, where you can purchase things. Well, Facebook is a world on it in its own. But isn't Apple coming out with their own credit card and stuff? They like, all, listen. What the hell is happening? Listen, black people, we can create black dough currency. All we got to do is be in collective agreement that when I say this black dough currency is worth something and I hand it to you and you run with it and you hand it because they, they're creating currency out of nothing. And then, you, uh, so you, you know what I noticed too? Um, every time, I, like I thought we were moving forward in a way, like I remember um, when <clears throat> Netflix and Hulu started getting big, I'm like, oh, you don't need cable no more. 
But now they even taking that back because everybody's having their own streaming service now. When everybody has a streaming service, it's gonna be back to cable because you're gonna nobody need, has a streaming. You gonna need Netflix, but then the, the, the Disney stuff you like because Disney's coming out with their own stuff. They pulled all their stuff back. You're gonna need Disney. NBC is coming out with their own streaming service. They took um, the office off. They taking the office off Netflix. ESPN Plus. So if you like the thirty for thirties, now they have their own streaming service. This is getting crazy. And then if you add all of that together, it adds back up to a regular. It adds up to bill. your cable bill. So I'm go. I will be going back to cable. <laughs> yeah. Yo, it's insane. Facts. This is insane. Yeah. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So uh, for the people that are new to the channel, and for the people that have returned to the channel, uh, we do a segment here every week. Every week. Called the Urban Excellence. Urban, Urban Excellence. Is where we highlight uh, people in our within our community who are doing amazing things. Mm. It doesn't have to be big. You know what right. I'm saying? It can just be whatever. It could be, you know, uh, you're going to college, you're graduating, uh, you started a business, you started anything. We highlight it. We like to, um, you know, congratulate our own. Yes. And this week, oh, also, so um, we have an Urban Excellence Facebook group. And if you want to sit, submit your story, yes, you can write it in, or you can email us at urbanx.gmail, urbanx.nyc at gmail.com. Yes. If you want to um, tell us your story or somebody else's story. And that's what uh, DJ The Money Coach did. Yes. He sent in the story. Yes. Let me see. Um, it was so his son... Uh, graduated from a STEM program summer camp this year that featured uh, 300 um, young black boys and girls excelling in science, uh, technology, engineering, and math at Taylor High School in, I believe this is Texas. This is Texas. Yes. Um, second, the keynote speaker, his name was Bailey C. Moore, who won, who owns his own publishing company. It's called, um, hold on, let me get the name correct because I don't want to mess it up. Cause this dude is kind of. Oh, this little dude. Yes, this guy right here. That's DJ the Money Coach's son, who's brilliant, by the way. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah, brilliant, yeah. but we did an interview that uh, you know the audio messed up, but he was dropping like he. He's on. He's on it, dude. Right. Is brilliant. Well, let's clap this yes. up. Immediately. Yes. So he owns a publishing company, Bailey Seymour. He owns a publishing company called uh, Be More You Publishing. Be more you publishing. And um, the mission is to create opportunities for young entrepreneurs that educates, informs, and inspires. He authored uh, three books, I believe. One book called Mr. Archie is Missing. Mr. Archie is Missing. And No, two books and another one called Jerry's Gang. Jerry's Gang. Are these little stories yes. with uh, positive messages? Yes, they are. All right, let me clap that. Yeah. So age doesn't matter. Yes. I can already see, first of all, those are two little geniuses there. Yo, dude, I can already see that where, where they're going to be. Yes. And as you see, is that Pops without shirt on? Yes, that is. That's uh, DJ The Money Coach, and he's wearing the Urban Excellence, Excellence t shirt. You can get that at shopurbanx.com. Yes, so we. You know, Along with this woke tea, I saw somebody ask for it. Yeah, you can get that in, 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 in the, uh, at the store as well, and including what I'm wearing. You can get this too. So. We want to clap that up again for uh, the young people. 
I thought that was a story worthy of urban excellence for Graduating sure. Graduating the STEM program, science, technology, engineering, yes. mathematics, yes. and the entrepreneurial spirit yes. of my the, man. Who's the keynote speaker. Who's, who was the keynote speaker. And how old is that young man? How old are these, these uh, fellas? They look about 12. 12 and 10 maybe? Well, 5th to 8th grade, I'm not sure. A 5th to 8th grade? Fifth to eighth grade, that's like nine to thirteen. Okay, okay, still. And they look younger than that. So they I, look I younger forgot, than that. I don't know how old, uh, I'm DJ giving them one more class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's dope. So again, uh, if you want your story or somebody you know's story um, to be highlighted, um, kids about high school kids about to go to college soon. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? It's graduation season. This is graduation season. Odyssey graduated yesterday. Odyssey graduated yesterday. Let's clap Let's that, that up for Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah. She got big plans. You know? Okay. You want... Your phone. My phone. Yes. Swing that. Okay. Any other news? Any other news? No, that's... uh. Okay, we have another, you know, Urban Nexus stuff, but I'll get to that later. But in other news. In other news. LeBron is making it happen with the Lakers. Yeah, LeBron is about to. Yeah, he's about to, he's about to get another one. He's about to get another he's one. He's about to get another one. So the Lakers just cleared up a bunch of cap space. Yes. They got enough uh, space to get another max player. I hope they don't. You hope they spread it out. Spread it all out, yes. And get the pieces needed. Yes. Okay, okay. In any event, what LeBron and them are demonstrating is what I was saying all along. You come to L.A., he had to go through a sacrifice. And that season was a sacrifice. And real. last season was a sacrifice. For real. The king had to die, so to speak. His legacy had to take a hit, right? Now, I'll show you how the ritual works. They traded three players, Right? They've traded Lonzo Ball. His number is two. They traded Hart. His number is three. Right? Two and three. That's LeBron's number, 23. That's also Anthony Davis's number, 23. So they transferred out 23 and brought in 23. And they also transferred out Ingram, whose number is 14. One and four is still five. So you still see the mathematics in how they did. All they did is take out two 23s and replace them with a goddamn 23. His name is Anthony Davis or AD. So if we're talking the death of Christ, this will be year one AD coming forward. Just looking at it ritualistically to show you how some of this stuff lays out. Mm. And I always thought AD meant after death, and it doesn't. It means something else. But I've always associated uh, 20 AD with 20 years after the death of Christ or the chosen one, who LeBron is. LeBron has been willing, from what we understand, to give up the number. He's given up the number 23. He's given up the number 23 to 23, to Anthony Davis. So he's sacrificing that number. So this is going to get deep. And I only say this to say, brothers and sisters, on one surface, this is a game that we're watching. On a whole other surface, these are rituals being played out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Numerically, that have something to do with something else in which these Zionists 
Speaking of Zion, that's pun intended, because oh. Zion is here now. Uh-huh. So looking at it, do not think he's not in play because he is in play. They already said he's the most popular rookie ever drafted. They said his jersey outsold every other person drafted combined. Right? And they said some other things already about him. So Zion is in play. So understand on one level, it is a game for your entertainment. On another level, there are pieces being moved on the board in which energy is trickled down to control realities that we have nothing to do about. Now, either I'm crazy and that makes sense, or I'm crazy and it don't. <laughs> either or, it is what it is. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to share that with you when I looked at the numbers of the players who were moved and the number of the player who was brought in and LeBron willing to give up that number and his initials just happened to be AD. AD and stands Le- for... I'm old. I don't know how to say it. Yeah, yeah, it means yes, some of that else. shit. Yeah, 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 yeah ab- absolutely. But I always thought it meant after death. Like, this is the year 2019 after the death. A lot of people mistake that, so yeah, you're not yeah. the only one. So, that you know, just just kind of putting that out there. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Interesting. When you said that. So, he's supposed to go back. To, I think he's going to go back to the number six. Is he? Is yeah. it number six he's going to go back to? Okay. He was a monster when he was number six. Okay, so maybe he's going to go back to and number... They said, and they said he's going to do the um the, the chalk stuff. Oh, he's going to do the chalk? I didn't even realize he didn't do it. I didn't realize he, he stopped doing that yeah. either. I thought that, that was a part of his... Yeah, but I don't think the LA crowd likes him that much for him to do that. You know what I mean? But they like him now. He, he bringing Anthony Davis and somebody else with him. Yeah. They're going to like him again. And his story will end. He will win another title or two. He will resurrect the city of Los Angeles and put them back on the pedestal. And he will go down as the greatest who's ever done it. Three franchises, he'll go down as the greatest who's ever done it. Yeah. Unless Kawhi decides to go to the Clippers and win one there. I don't think... First of all, I think everybody who uh, thinks the Raptors are going to win anything again is just living in the moment. First of all, that was all overrated. Look at what it took for the Raptors to win. Yeah. Boogie Cousins had to go down. Iguodala had to get hurt. Klay Thompson had to get hurt. Uh, KD, all, all of these things had to happen yeah. for them to win it. So don't get all caught in the thing. That's what everybody, everybody's just getting caught in the moment. No, 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 no. Don't, don't get. Yeah. But who made those things happen? Or why did those things have to happen so that a city outside of, you know what I'm saying, America could win a title and you know, and so then all, all the people who won the major who won the major wars international, international, yeah. NBA is trying to so the NBA get out don't there. need you brothers no more. You NBA brothers is- had a built-in thing where if you could jump and run, that you was going pro. It's not necessarily the case anymore. Yeah, shout out to Dante McCoy. Appreciate the support. Appreciate the support, Dante. Really do. You are tuned into the sounds. Urban X. It's getting hot up here. It is. And my, my ass is hurting because these seats, I'm ordering a jelly seat because, you know, I'm an infomercial junkie. I saw the <laughs> jelly seat and they said two easy payments of $19. I'm going to put it down so that I can have something comfortable to sit on here because uh, there's only bone back there. You know, I, my, my dad didn't have no ass. His dad didn't have no ass. You ain't got no ass, so it's, you know, we are, you know, we're assless. Oh, uh, I just got confirmations. Um, the the kid um, from the Urban Excellence story, 
is 12 years old. Bailey, 12. Bailey is 12 years old. Bailey's 12. Okay. Okay. And I think his, I think DJ's son is 12. Christian is 12 as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are brilliant young men. Dope. Who Dope. are going to change the world. So uh, this story I heard, I read about on Facebook. I thought it was dope. Uh, you know, I read the article about it. So um, Henrico County Public School um, administrators, they, hold, they held a ceremony. Um, it, it was called Career and Technical Letter of Intent Signing Day. So, you know, other high schools, um, when their athletes... When their athletes sign a letter of intent... A letter of intent to one of these Division One schools, and they, throw they the make a on. big deal about it. Yeah, they, they yeah. throw the hat on, I'm going to Kentucky. Right. Mm-hmm. So their students that are going, you know, straight into the workforce... They have a ceremony for those guys. Oh, clap that up. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Because what it says is we want to recognize even those going into the workforce. Right. And there are plenty of trades. I keep telling brothers and sisters that pay well. And you don't have to give up your dream of being an entrepreneur later on in life. But these jobs are paying an hour that are going unfulfilled because we want to be internet sensations or ball players or think we have to rappers uh, uh, rappers and know there are jobs trades and and I come from an era where if you had a trade you were proud of that if you were an electrician that is a trade that you learned that you were proud of and now society makes it seems like these jobs are undesirable. So for this high school, yes, to shed light on that, yes, and to say it was Virginia, it was Virginia, by the way, somebody Virginia, asked. okay, to shed light on this to say we want to recognize even those who are coming out of school, going into the workforce to provide for themselves because idle time is a vice. Most of the people, young people I know who got a job, they they not in jail, they not into nothing crazy because they too busy. Going to work, you know, buying some sneakers, dating the pretty young girl. So the job sometimes is not, it, it serves multi-purposes, especially for young people. Because young people sitting around with nothing to do, the mind starts to wander. And when the mind wanders, all hell gonna break loose. So do not think the job is the end of the story. It's the beginning of the story. Keep some money in your pocket. Everybody happy when you got a few dollars. So I want to clap that up again for these young men. Thanks. And, um, you know, because a lot of high schools, they have uh, programs you can do to get, like, a certification while you're in school to become employed. And that's what these guys did. And then they got jobs. So the high school wanted to highlight that. I thought that was amazing. That's amazing. And we need more schools to highlight uh, more than just basketball players. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Highlight these young women who are doing great things. These young men who are out here are doing great things. We here at Urban X, we recognize. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So I, this is another this is another wild one. Oh, we, we wilding. Okay. It's we, another we wild just one. Keep them. Yeah. Um, first, uh, Elizabeth Warren, she's, uh, she's, she's running for president. I, she was on uh, one of the Democratic debates yesterday, as a matter of fact. Yes, yes, she's one of the 10. It's 20 nominees. I think it's like 22. 22, I think 10 went yesterday and another, yeah. and another 10 today. As we speak. As, we as we're speak. speaking, they're probably on. Um, she called for the reparations of same-sex married couples. Uh, 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 let me roll that around in my noodles. Yes. In my head movies. Yes. 
she called for the reparations of same-sex couples? Yes. Okay, what are they owed? I guess uh, for for you know what what they go through. Uh, I don't I don't know. No 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 no. Were they beaten? Were they tortured? Were they murdered? Were they lynched? Well, okay. Were they separated from their families? Were they hung? Were they hit by cars? Right, so Were their genitals put in jars? Uh, you know what I'm saying? As trophies? I, I, I'm trying to figure out what did these same-sex couples go through in which the government owes them money right. so aside for from, being uh, right. gay. So aside from isolated events where I'm, I'm sure you know hate crimes happen all the time. Hate crimes. We're not talking hate crimes. Right. We're talking mass genocide. Right, 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 right. Right, right. Other than that, no. Yeah, yeah. So she's crazy. So she's wanting. But I thought it was an interesting... I thought it was interesting because I think uh, as black people, we're calling for reparations... And these white politicians are going, yeah, 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 but I feel like they're using that as a stepping stone to 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 uh, 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 as a platform for their own agenda. For their own agenda, yes. Okay, because we are in World Pride Week. Oh my lord! Yeah, look yeah, this, these, look, yeah, yeah. This got look at all of these. This got brands, crazy. Look at all these brands with the rainbow. Yo, I I was in Macy's last week, and it's a whole Pride section, and I'm just like, yo. Yeah, every store in Harlem, and these are store and these are these are places where I know for a fact probably don't even agree, but because it's kind of you had you had to get down and lay it, down. It's sort of like Kwanzaa. Now, now when Macy's started having Kwanzaa Day sales, I was like, they just riding the wave. They do that. They still do that. No, but I'm just saying when Kwanzaa was big. Oh, okay. When Kwanzaa, you know, was a black thing, they were saying that this is a great opportunity yeah. after Christmas. These niggas think they're going to get away. <laughs> we having Kwanzaa Day sales. And Macy's and them was running Kwanzaa Day sales. And they still was getting that money. So now you have this, uh, the gay pride uh, parade, the first time being held in America. Yeah. So obviously this is something that takes yeah. place outside of America. Yo, the way they've been flexing this month. No, they said this. 5 million people might show up Yo. to this. Right? So, um... And I want to, this is what I want to say on that. Because I want to be clear. We don't live in a bubble. Right? Sometimes we think we live in a bubble. So we could, if we don't agree with it, we don't have to deal with it. The reality is, whether you agree with it or not, it's here. It's here. It's not going anywhere. And at some point, you're going to have to deal with it. And I only say that because I get on this platform and I have fun. And I, 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 I rib, you know, the gay community. And oh, I, oh, we all. <laughs> we you want to talk about our second language? We about to start implementing. Oh yeah, we have a new language. Yeah, well, uh, new, new terminology rather that we have to introduce into the lexicon of the people because YouTube is getting funny. Yeah, right. So YouTube is getting funny with some of the terminology. So when I speak about nine eleven, I'm gonna say ten twelve. All right, so you know, I'm talking 10, 12. I'm not, and I won't say planes flew in the building. Pencils flew into the paper. <laughs> okay, so, you know, and I'm going to be introducing more of them. Wifey didn't like this one. I said, when we talk about molesting kids or kids being molested, kids being tickled. She said, don't use tickle because tickle is an affection that we use with kids. So I'm thinking of a word we could use 
So help me out. Yeah. So we can codify our language here at Urban Next so we don't get in trouble. What do we come up with for the gay people? The Alphabet Boys? Alphabet, that's everybody says everybody that. Everybody says that. So Alphabet Boys. We can, you know, we'll call them. Y'all can, uh, help, out. Y'all can help out with that. Alphabet you know Soup or something. <laughs> you know, well, Alphabet Soup. Okay, so now Alphabet Soup is having a parade. It's a big parade. And they add more alphabets. To and they the add more because the soup is getting thick. Yeah, they add more alphabets to the soup. This is the big jumbo chunky soup. All right? The Campbell's yeah. chunky yeah. alphabet soup. So they keep adding these alphabets. And um, and I say this to say this. We don't live in a bubble, young right, man. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And I have to say this to my young brothers and sisters who have to deal in corporate America. If you work in corporate America in fashion, in music, you have to, you have to like, you don't have to eat alphabet soup. (laughs) You don't have to eat no alphabet soup that might not be your thing, but you have to recognize alphabet soup exists. Okay. Okay? If that makes any sense. Yes, it does. And that's just the way of the world. Now you can sit on your high horse and act like it ain't what it is. Like my son used to be into modeling, your brother, years ago. And I told him immediately, if you are homophobic, you will not survive in that business. And they will test you. And they will, and you don't have to get down. You don't have to eat the soup. But you have to recognize, wow, I see y'all. Y'all got your alphabet soup out. (laughs) That's great. No, no, I ate before I came. (laughs) I had chicken and, you know, some other shit. You know, so, but I'm good because that's the way of the world that we Mm. live in. I can sit in my bubble. Now, if you don't have to deal with no corporate America, you can be on your high horse and and say what you want to say. But anything outside of your little world. On on an iPhone, the CEO is a proud member of Alphabet Soup. Of Alphabet Soup. Mark Jackson... Lost his job. Oh, yeah. With the Golden State Warriors. Iguodala was was on the Breakfast Club telling y'all. They're going to cut him. He's a little too much, huh? Because what happens is, not not only is Mark Jackson, he's a reverend, too. A lot of people don't know that. He's a ordained minister, and he's going by the original recipe that said alphabet soup is not allowed. (laughs) Right? That creates a problem yeah. when the owner of the watch of the Golden State Warriors likes alphabet soup. Yeah. And he's saying, How am I paying somebody, a chef, yeah. who can't make alphabet soup mm-hmm. or don't recognize mm-hmm. alphabet soup is something we eat? So he fired him and hired Steve Kerr, who um enjoys alphabet soup. And as a result of this, Mark Jackson's been blackballed, so to speak. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we have to be careful and understand that this parade is their moment and there are going to be people who are on the bandwagon caping and you're going to see this and it all stems from Stonewall. The Stonewall riot. Uh, the Stonewall riots 50 riots, years ago. Yeah. This marks the 50th anniversary, which is their moment in history in which their movement was birthed. Yeah, do, do, do you realize now when they talk about diversity, they don't talk about black. That's not that does not mean black people. That anymore. does not mean black people. It does at not all. mean black people anymore. So when politicians so, are talking so, so about more diversity, diversity is a code word yes. for alphabet soup. It is. They're not talking about black. So people So they're not anymore. talking about black people. We used to think they were, and they're not. 
And please, and the last thing I'm going to say about this is stop associating your pain and struggle with what black people went through in this country. All right. Stop saying, yeah, they attacked us at that club and that birthed our movement. Please don't get me started on what we have been through and endured and had to endure and still in endure. this country and still enduring in this country. So have your parade. Enjoy. Have all the alphabet soup you want. All right. <laughs> but no one understand, you know, everybody ain't. Ain't, ain't, you know. This is kind of off topic. What do you think about the NBA not using the term owner? Uh, what what they gonna use? Governor. The governor of the team? Yeah. Yeah. All governors are racist too. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I don't understand that. This is because uh, they say, you know, uh, with the connotations that come with slavery, you know, the word oh, yeah. owner. Goddamn, didn't I used to own your family? Yeah, yeah owner, yeah, but if I own... A cookie company, I want to be able to say, I don't want to say I'm the governor of Wayno Wayno Cookies. I want to be able to, yeah, I, I, I own those cookies. Yeah, but, and, because, so that's what the argument was. Like, I can't own a business now. I can't call myself the owner of a business now. Mm. And then, um, and somebody said, uh, so they brought, they brought up, like, you know, the NFL combine. I'm going to stand for a minute. Uh, bear with me. Yeah, yeah. They brought up the NFL combine and the NBA combine as an example of how you know, um, by you know, uh, black bodies are subjugated to these you know tests and things like that. As a reason why the word owner should be outdated. Well, no, we we understand the whole principle and process yes. of forty million dollar slaves yes. and they you in your underwear and they make you run right. and they make you jump and it is. Similar to a plantation, right. but the white players are going through the same thing. True. You know what I'm saying? As football players, and I don't know how they do their combines in baseball and things of that nature. And I can see how that could uh, 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 make people uncomfortable, but I'm not sure a governor of a basketball team, when you're still the goddamn owner, yeah. you still pay these Negroes to run and jump. So it, it call a spade a spade. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. We need to be more, we need to own more. So Michael Jordan owns a team. I believe LeBron James will own a team mm. soon. And we need more governors. How about that? No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, clap that shit up for more governors. <laughs> more black governors. Uh, I thought this was, uh, I thought this was dope. Uh, Meek Mill is, has now become the co-owner of Lids. Lids, clap that up. That's the hat. Yeah, Okay, so I guess he's taking I guess he's taking the page out of you know Jay Z. I believe he said he was inspired by Jay Z yeah. uh, to own something and put his money where his mouth is. And again, this is a young guy from Philly who sold drugs, who cleaned his life up. See, you know our story is intricate, and now he's in corporate America with a whole bunch of other criminals. White criminals yeah. and Jewish criminals and Russian criminals. We need and, another name for them people too. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, for the Jews, yeah, right? Yeah. We need another name for them. Uh, too. Well, let's call them Jays. <laughs> the Jays. The jump offs. You know, if you got some creative names for the Jews in the chat, let us know. I'm gonna call them the Jays for right now. Um, right. So all of these people have come and emerged mostly in some kind of corporate America that's got some kind of corporate blood on their hands. Maybe not yeah. street blood, 
No, for but a fact. they have some kind of corporate blood on their hands. For a fact. Of some throats they're cutting. Because Jay-Z said the industry was more cutthroat than the streets. For a fact, yeah. Right? So now, uh, my man Meek Mill is uh, learning the business aspect. And he's got some ownership. And, and, and I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. Yo, it's crazy. Um, when you think, like, going back to, like, the BET Awards... Think about how many black millionaires are in one place. At one time. At one time. And, and we can't the movers get a, and shakers. can't get a neighborhood. You know and we mean? can't get a neighborhood. Right. A hospital. It's, it's, it's really sad. You know it, I mean? it really is. It really is. A school. Yeah. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Got another Urban Excellence story uh, for you guys. Keep them coming. Uh, this, uh, this guy, his name is Jabril Oy. Oyemi, okay. Oyemi, okay. Yeah, so he runs a uh, a clinic. He runs a clinic for people who don't, who can't afford um, healthcare. Healthcare, yes. Okay, okay. Clap that dope. up. Dope. And what? Where is he located? I, don't, I had it, but he deleted. Hold on, let me get that. Okay, get, get his info. He runs. It's called Virtuo, a Virtua. Yes. And sure. uh, if you don't have health care, this young man, he's a doctor. I'm yes, assuming. he's a doctor. It's, uh, a, this is a Cherry Hill. I'm not sure where this is at, though. Oh, South Jersey area. Ooh. South Jersey. So this is in our area. Facts. If you're in South Jersey and you need uh, to see a doctor, maybe, you know, something is going on. And uh, so this is an opportunity for you to come in. <clears throat> And uh, uh, visit his location and uh, receive some treatment. Yeah, so him and a team of... Oh, yeah. yeah. So him and a team of 30 volunteer doctors and nurses have served about 150 patients and held... 30 volunteers? Yeah, and held uh, 1,500 appointments on the weekends in the clinic. And they, they, they serviced people because he said he was tired of um, like hearing that people... Uh, didn't go to the doctor because they couldn't because pay a copay. They, because they couldn't pay a copay. Didn't have insurance. And, so. and, and, and that's the story of a lot of uh, poor people uh, who will go around with uh, ailing, in, you, know, uh, uh, you know, ailments that they can have rectified yep. with a little bit of medicine or some herbs or something. So uh, we want to big that up again with uh, Pat Service. Yeah. And... This story was sent in again by somebody. Um, shout out to Tia. Yes, um, thank you, Tia. Tia, it be on it. Tia be yeah, finding stories. Yeah, she be finding a bunch of stories. But um, again, you can add the Urban Excellence Facebook page. It's excellence with an X. With an X. Um, or you can email us, send us your story. Or add the Urban X Facebook page by itself. You can just send us your story. Send us any story. We like to, you know, highlight these things. And we try to once a week, um, you know, when we get on the air highlight and, and put the light on somebody else for some of the great things uh, that they do. That was the whole purpose of this platform you know was to really shed some light and say that urban excellence is our strive for black excellence or whatever, but it is the process in which we go to reach those levels. You don't just show up and, and be great. There has to be a process of small victories which lead up to that. So we like to chronicle those small victories. That's a fact. <clears throat> That's very well articulated. Oh, thank, thank you, sir. Thank, thank you. you. I, 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 I read sometimes. Yeah. So, um, 
the Democratic debates have started, mm-hmm. and I want—I just want people who are watching, who care, to just think about and really listen to um, these people that you put in stock in and see what they're saying about uh, black issues. Okay. Because what's happening is that they're. To, they go into these platforms. They go into like the Breakfast Club. And they go into your churches, and they're talking about you know what they're gonna do. But when the cameras are really on them, they're not saying anything. Facts. And yesterday was a prime example. I think. I think about how long they spent on black topics and how long they spent on the issue about immigration. Immigration. Like, immigration like dominated even to the point where wasn't Cory Booker speaking in Spanish? Yeah, he started speaking in Spanish. He started speaking in Spanish, letting you know. Uh, where he where his bread is buttered at, so and to then speak. when it's convenient, then they throw the race card out. Like Mayor De Blasio talked about his son being black. I I, I talked to I, yeah 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 I talked, I talked to him about yesterday what he has to go through and yada yada yada. You know what I'm saying so. I just want people to pay attention. Um, I personally don't believe that uh, the reparations talk is going to make it past the summertime. It won't. Because I feel like they're already making they're already talking about the student debt crisis. They're going to transfer. The student debt conversation as a bonus yes. to get you to look this way and forget about reparations. Like, yeah, get rid of all student debt. Yeah, and then you be yeah. like, you know what? Yeah, I do have my student debt. Right. That is a bar. So be careful on yeah. how they, because they're slowly integrating that into your lexicon now. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Bernie Sanders and them are, yeah, I'm going to get rid of all the student debt. And that is a universal thing where everybody go, God damn. And then you got to owe $80,000. And then and you got to understand like the games that these politicians play and the way and and just look at this how this uh, campaign is about to go. I think the way it's looking Trump might win again. Oh, I already told you Trump is going to win. Who are they going to put up against Trump? Yeah, I don't see it, V. Biden? Yeah. Who signed the crime bill? Biden? Yeah. Right? Listen, I keep telling you, every time I see them, when, when it boils down to two candidates, you already know who's going to win. Right? Who, 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 who Obama win against? He went against McCain and Romney. McCain. Yeah. Old war veteran who couldn't even move, right? And then Romney. Easy victories. Yeah. And then he, he bumped off Hillary. And who Trump had to go against? Hillary. Hillary. All right, easy victory. Yeah. You already got slaughtered. This is this is cannon fodder. Trump will win again. And all they, you know, it's crazy. All they're doing is trying to down talk Trump as if he don't snap on a regular. Right. Like he yesterday during the debates, he put he tweeted boring, boring. Yeah. He went. Mark my words. He'll win again, unless they have a candidate yeah. that's in the wings that they're gonna bring out. That's going to be articulate. Yeah. That's going to be, you know, on it in which the people can rally behind. Thank you for the support. Roxanne Wilson again. Roxanne Wilson again. Well, God damn, I guess. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, child. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got uh, another another real quick story. So Jay-Z's um, company, uh, he has the whole, uh, he has the Marcy Venture Partners. Marcy Venture Partners. Yeah. They, um... They just uh, invested a million dollars into this uh, black-owned vegan cookie company. Oh, Clyde, I yeah. love cookies. Yeah. I love me some cookies. And now I can eat them without the guilt. Yeah. Like, these is vegan cookies. Yeah, so um, this uh, yeah. this company was founded in 2016 by a woman named Denise Woodward. 
Um, she was a former Coca-Cola national sales director, and she got the idea for the company after her daughter was diagnosed with multiple food allergies. Okay, and okay. And didn't really have, you know, she couldn't find... Right, right. So she it. created... Yes, out of need. That's how most businesses... That's how started. most businesses start anyway. Out of need, out of, need yeah. of necessity for something, you fill a void that's there. Right. So Jay-Z invests this money into... Uh, we got rid of somebody else. Yeah, you had to, yeah man, they want it, bro. We need, we need... What do you call those people? Uh, mods? Yeah, we need mod- modifiers now. Yeah. Yeah, we get to that point. We're going to need some modifiers. Soon, because, you know. Soon, because we have uh, crazy people in the chat. So, uh, big up, Jay-Z. This is what I'm saying. He's in position to do this now. Yeah. And make this young lady's dream come true. So, now, it's one thing to have a vision. Mm-hmm. We speak about that. Right. I sat around puffing weed with my boys. Mm-hmm. Way back in the day, we all had brilliant ideas and no capital to make these ideas or put the train on the track. Now, you have people in positions. Uh, looks like we're going dead here. Okay. We're good. Okay, yeah, we're good. Um, you know, we're in position now, or Jay-Z is in position to make somebody else's dream come true. I, 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 I got to count that up. Even though he may have killed a million people in Marcy Projects with cocaine and Harrod. It ain't a million people in Mossy Prime. He may have killed millions, <laughs> but he has saved this one lady and her cookie company. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so uh, with that being said, we can be reached again at Urban X. Let me put the social media things up there, B, for you people. UrbanX underscore NYC on Instagram and Twitter. You can visit UrbanX.NYC. That's the blog. Um, you can also pick up some merchandise. But our main... Omni, you are now a mod. Oh, smooth. They asked. I put them in. Yeah. So, um, also, you can visit ShopUrbanX.com. ShopUrbanX.com. For all your apparel needs. Um, everything is made in-house. Yes. Everything is made in house. I made it just right before we started. Yes. Uh-huh. Feel me? Um, you can listen to the podcast at uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify. Spotify. Um, Radio Public. Radio Public. Tune in Radio. Tune in Radio. Audio Boom. All that good stuff. Audio Boom. Because he, he remembered to press record this time. I did. You know what I'm saying? Late, but it was cool. It was late. So when you hear the podcast, it's just going to come on in, in mid conversation. <laughs> It will. At the beginning, though. It was like, you know, at the beginning. And um, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, share this out to everybody. Don't forget to like it so it can rank higher because that's that's a thing. I never really... All right, liked. I got three moderators. I think that'll be enough. All right, bet. All right, so now when the show pop off, you in there, you clean all that up. All right, cool. Yeah. Cool. That's what we're talking about. Listen, I'm making moves over here. Heard right? you. Heard you. Okay. I'm building the company. Heard you. All right. Now, what were you saying before? We... I just gave the rundown of. Okay, of who we are, where we can be reset. We thank you for your support. Definitely, always. we are back. We are back. You know what I'm saying? And with that being said, with that being said, we're gonna let this thing go. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God Black mass, man, it's time to rock I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God I woke up, then I lost
dog dead to that urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves or they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for his son and now he serve it to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rob her. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rob her. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Excellence, a product of my residence From four score to 44, Obama was the president I told mama I ain't trying to go to church I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt And I've been reaping what he sold I got the product, got the dirt And I can teach you what I know But then you got him put in work You in trouble if you waiting on the government I told my bro I make it out the hood And that's a covenant The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart, too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn. Learn smarter.